Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You're listening to Soho Radio. This is Bellatrix here, and this is the first time I've ever done a radio show in my entire whole life. Um, am I allowed to swear? I'm allowed to swear. Great news, because like, I'm going to swear loads by accident. Um, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, welcome to Soho Radio's International Women's Week takeover. Um, I'll be here for the next couple of hours playing some great tunes, all by women. Um, and I've got a couple of very special guests um, who I'll introduce in a bit. So that first tune you were listening to was Four Women by Nina Simone, um, who's a huge influence of mine and a, a very important human being um, in our history of human story. And after that, you heard Oh Baby by Mikachu and the Shapes. Um, so this next tune we're going to hear is um, Central Thought by Nala, who's a very dear friend of mine. Um, and it's coming up right now. Erasing tracings from those threads, so many missing I won't find. Still I wanted to, I want, I want to know you. And if I'm getting through, I want, I want to show you. Take you to my central point. That was Central Thought by Nala. You're now going to hear Poison by Martina Topley Bird. Just the memory of you. It feels like poison. Still the memory of you. It feels like poison. It kills like poison. <laughs> it's Bellatrix here um, doing my first ever radio show, International Women's Week Takeover on Soho Radio. And I think I've got all my technical witches out the way. Um, yeah, I, I've been like proper shitting my pants about this. 
which is <laughs> weird. Um, but it's also fun and exciting and it's nice to feel those nerves again because I haven't felt that for quite a while. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> you, you were listening to Poison by Martina Topley Bird and after that you heard Great Blacks by Georgia Ann Muldrow. Um, and it's nearly time for me to introduce you to my first very special guest. But first I'm going to play a piece of music from her. Um, this piece of music is... A uh, piece of music by her band called Mesodorm. And as it happens, the drummer and guitarist in Mesodorm are also in my band. Shouts to Daisy and Aaron. Um, yeah, and this piece of music, I have really enjoyed listening to this over the past year. I came out of, came out of a relationship about a year ago. And um, although it was very, very different to kind of what, what's going on in the song, something about... Um, Something about the lyrics of this song really kind of reached in and kind of pulled me, pulled me along <laughs> in the dirt. Um, so yeah, I thought I'd play it today. Here it is. This is The Joy It Joins Us Up by Mesodorn. It is a great unveiling It is a cascading from above I am also to the bone I can barely hear myself speaking And though we found a line here It seems my body's chosen one It's like all that I Such a beautiful piece of music. That's the joy it joins us up by the incredible band Mesodorm. Um, and you were listening to the voice of Blythe Pepino singing that. Welcome, Blythe. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, Belle. Uh, <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so Blythe is um, a dear friend of mine. I was thinking about this earlier and I realised that we've known each other for 15 years nearly. Oh my God, is it that long? Really? Which is bonkers. Um, and we met, I was about 17. 16, 17, <laughs> and you were at uni in Bristol, and I was living in Bristol being like a kid. Um, and I was in a rock and roll band with a girl, a girl band, rock and roll blues band with Daisy, who's the drummer in Mesodorm. And she used to always talk about Blythe. Blythe, Blythe, she's amazing. And I was like, who is this Blythe character? And then I met you, and yeah, true enough, you were amazing. Um, <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> and I've always kind of. Um, I've always observed you. <laughs> I've been watching you. Um, and I've, I've just always um, been very, very inspired with the um, just like absolute authenticity that you conduct yourself in your music and in the work that you do. Um, so Blythe's an amazing musician and an activist. Um, so yeah, I just would like to welcome you and say, um, can you introduce yourself as you would best like to be sort of known to anyone who doesn't know you yet? <laughs> Introducing myself, not good at it. Um, <laughs> my name is Blythe <laughs> and I've always been a singer and I've been lucky enough to play a lot of music in my life. Um, and yeah, these days... These days I probably do about 50-60% activism, I'd say, since mm. I... Um, became politically active um, a couple of years ago. 
Um, and yeah, it's actually brought a really lovely balance to my to my musical work life um, because yeah, it just keeps my head out of my ass basically <laughs> a little totally bit. Totally relates to exactly everything that you're saying. <laughs> Although now it sometimes works as an excuse for me to not you not face my musical demons right. which is always important isn't it Belle? yeah um 100%. yeah so that's pretty much me at the moment um yeah that's it and I think just music's really important to me and yeah. communicating is really important to me <clears throat> yeah which you do very honestly and and well um so you sent me a message earlier saying that there's kind of all sorts of stuff going on yes that, that yeah oh go, my god yeah go so many it. things <laughs> so it is international women's week yeah. International Women's Day on Sunday, in case you don't know. Um, and, yeah, there's absolutely shed loads of things going on. So I'm going to be part of quite a spicy um, mass female action. Um, uh, spicy, I'm using the term. Hopefully everyone knows what that means. But basically it means I can't talk about what the action is <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday. Um, so basically if you want to find out what that is, then stay tuned um, to the XR, Extinction Rebellion, Fa London Facebook, and you will find out. And if you want to be around central London, maybe sort of mid-morning time, late morning, then you might find out about what's going on. Well, you definitely will find out about what's is going on. Is there any particular sort of location or is it all totally I, secret? I won't talk about that. I'll talk about why we're doing it, yeah. which, which is that we have been asked by XR rebels um, around the world. So there's there's all, there are about 11 countries who are participating in this um, raising awareness action on International Women's Day. And those rebels from around the international community have asked us in London and England to use our privilege in a sense to highlight their um, situations and, and also highlight the connection to between women's issues, uh, gender violence and the increase in gender violence as a result of climate breakdown. So there's a lot of women who, uh, well, there's a lot of people who don't really understand the connection. So that's why we're doing this action to kind of really make it obvious. And so for anyone who um, is also listening who doesn't feel like they understand the connection... You can um, find our Facebook event, which will be on the Extinction Rebellion Facebook page. Right. Um, yeah, and there'll be more um, to um, yeah more to find out about there. But there's actually shed loads of other because what's also really exciting about that day is there's loads and loads of different women's groups who are coming out of the woodwork and working together. So there's Women's Strike Assembly doing a massive day full of action. They're meeting at Cavendish Square at two. There's the Global Women's Strike. They're opening the doors of Crossroads Women's Centre and you can go down there and find out loads of ways getting involved with them. Um, tomorrow there's a breastfeeding event again by Women of Colour and um, Global Women's Strike um, uh, and you can find that out via going to Global Women's Strike um, on Twitter. Um, and then there's also, um, what else is there? There's Sex Workers Strike as well in Soho um, yeah, so that's going to be really, really exciting towards the end of the day on, on the Sunday. Amazing. Um, so speaking of action, um, that's the title of one of the songs that you've... <laughs> yes! <laughs> so I asked Blythe to send me um, free tunes that she'd like to play. Um, do you want to say why you chose this one? I chose this one because I taught my choir this one. Yeah. Uh, and it's really great. It's by Mavis Staples, who's just an absolute 
ledge bag um and her voice is just ridiculously good and i sung this one um in my cell first time i got arrested <laughs> to keep me sane uh, for the eight hours i was in there I wasn't in there for very long so it's fine but yes it's an amazing tune it's a call to action and that's all it is but see, I'm not left with many more choices. I gotta put it into action, action, action. Doing it A to Z until I set myself free. Oh, action. I don't care if you refuse to see. Action, action. Yes. Sick. Action. <laughs> what a tune. My favorite staple What a tune. That Blythe sung in her cell when she was arrested for being a disobedient citizen. I defy anyone listening to that. They haven't started dancing. Yes. Surely. We started dancing. <laughs> we were just like bopping away in here. Um, yes. So we've heard a lot about what you've been up to and what's going down um, this week for International Women's Day. Um, and I also wanted to ask you about one of your um, projects that you founded which is called Birth Strike. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So Birth Strike is a reaction to the climate crisis. It's I formed it basically after I made my own personal decision um, or was struggling to make a decision to have a child and I realised I didn't feel safe enough mm. um, considering everything I had found out about climate breakdown and what's headed for us and how little the government is doing and international international elites are doing. Yeah. Um, so it was formed basically when I realised that lots and lots of other people are actually starting to really struggle with this as well. Yeah, I can completely relate to that and it's kind of something that's not really talked about as well and, and there's, you know, until... I heard you talking about it on the media. I was having similar uh, thoughts myself because we're both, you know, at an age where we're expected, you know, my grandparents are like, okay, when are you bringing home some children for us? <laughs> um, mm. Yeah, so um, I really appreciated seeing you kind of talking about this. Yeah, a lot of women have said that to me, actually, because it's yeah, it's quite a taboo subject, um, apparently, to say that you're not going to have kids or that you're thinking of not having kids. And also then you combine that with the taboo of actually saying how bad climate, climate break breakdown is, mm. um, which is something that a lot of people are currently in various forms of denial yeah. about, yeah, which is understandable because it's very terrifying and it's also a lot to learn to really get you know your head around what's going on um so that combination plus the fact it's kind of what i've realized it's ended up trigger triggering um sorry triggering racism and sexism so it, it tends to be really quite hot topic yeah um but it has been really really good in terms of being able to create a solidarity group for those people women and men and all the genders and all the ages of people who are really struggling with this topic yeah so we have people to talk to um but also it's been really great for actually getting um the ecological crisis into areas that wouldn't usually touch it with a barge pole yeah Mm. And it's very, I mean, I've seen quite a lot of the interviews with various people that you've done and like read, I've, you know, been, well, seen the reactions of the people who are interviewing you and really trying to, really trying to take you out, you know, being proper kind of poisonous um, and seen a lot of the comments in the comment sections. Um, mm. And I guess like it's been quite a learning for me. <clears throat> well, listening to you talk as well is amazing because you're so, um, you no, you really are, you're, you're very articulate um, and even when people are trying to take you out, you're able to kind of just really stick 
stay well seemingly stay grounded and kind of say say what you're trying to say without kind of getting all thrown off which I feel like I probably would be just <laughs> sort of totally thrown off um, and also just reading all the comments um, has been a shocker because a lot of people and and I shared one of your things on my Facebook page and a lot of people that I kind of know were just like really rattled by it um, mm, yeah by the whole thing yeah some of the some of the comments are vile and you know any, anyone who's in the public eye will at some point in their career you know come across that sort of um behavior yeah and it's really horrible um yeah i actually i've kind of gotten over that bit weirdly i shouldn't really but i suppose you kind of get used to the yeah you, f you find ways of protecting yourself from that um and actually it's the more it's the it's the more sensitive um it's the more subtle um difficult like comments that kind of probe my my real reasons for doing it that actually have more an effect on me but yeah you're right it, the the trolling has been pretty insane at times especially when you're talking to sort of more right-wing media and more american canadian media that those would would be the times when i'd have like a week of you know personal um aggressive messaging and uh, messaging oh, wow, Blythe. yeah <laughs> not great <laughs> well <clears throat> i really appreciate um i personally really appreciate the everything that you're bringing it's totally worth it it's yeah. totally worth it i feel really passionate about telling the truth to people because people need to know what's going on yeah they need to know they have a right to know and our governments aren't telling us yeah it's scary it's scary <laughs> isn't it yeah it's scary we all need each other we need to be able to talk aloud about it and so hopefully we can lead the way a little bit in that way but we're just one domino mm. of many dominoes you know course, we're not expecting yeah. to do everything and also it's important to say that first strike isn't a solution it's just raising the alarm yeah because lots of people misconstrue that we're trying to maybe re reduce our carbon footprints or or whatnot and trying yeah. to persuade other people to not have children but actually we're just raising the alarm and it's just an individual choice thing yeah there's no judgment of other people for making different decisions mm. so if people want to um find out more about birth strike where do they go uh so you can have a look on our twitter which is just at birth strike uh we've got um the best place to go is probably our website which is www.birthstrikefullfuture.com um and we've got loads of faqs and resources there so if you really want to understand what it's about then please go to that and you can read our declaration as well amazing thank you so much so um we're going to play another piece of music now it's going to be the second piece of music yeah um that you chose can you introduce it for me Yes, so I think this is Lassa de Sella. Exactly. And Conto do Palabra. Yeah. Yeah, here you go. tus brazos Con miedo y con calma Un ruego en la boca Un ruego en el alma Un ruego en la boca That was Contora para Palabra by Lassa de Sella. de Sella. And while that was playing, Blythe was telling me why she liked Lassa, and she said that each word is like a meal. It's true. Which I thought was great. I don't um, know how she does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really great. Really, really beautiful. Um, so now we've had a little chat about a couple of the things you've been up to on the activism front. Mm. Um, I want to hear a bit more about your music because you are 
one of my favorite artists. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. There you go, deal with <laughs> that. I write that down. <laughs> yeah, you can. Um, yeah, the music. So I'm in an exciting moment um, where um, I finally came out. I'm very slow. <laughs> I'm very slow and I just sort of embrace that. I think yeah. that's what I've realised. Yes, there's such... Do you know what? Rant alert. <laughs> <laughs> in this sort of like very masculine orientated culture, there's just like so much kind of... Uh, focus on moving forward and um, sperm energy. Progress, progress, progress. Yeah. Growth, and growth, growth. Do you know what? Like, actually, I, I kind of find that a lot of my great, um, great stuff happens through, uh, in my women's group, we call it egging, where you just kind of like sit there like the egg and draw, draw it to you. Nice. I mean... I love that. Egging. It's good, isn't it? I'm going to do that. Do some egging. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're already doing egging. You were saying that you... That's true. Yeah, actually. Um, and there's moments in the studio, aren't there, where you just sort of sometimes you have to just stop and An sit. Egg. Yeah. <laughs> and and feel all the feelings, all the Absolutely. all the feelings, including the, the ones you're ignoring. Yes. Before you get to the good ones. shit. Yeah. So, so at the moment, basically, Mastorm released an album that was probably five years in the making. And that was our first album. Was so Heterogaster? Heterogaster, yeah. yeah. And then we did a kind of acoustic version of it and we've released a couple of singles since then. Um, and now I'm putting together what's turned out to be two albums. So I'm birthing mm. twins. Um, yeah, and I'm really excited about those two albums, but also terrified because... Yeah. There's been a big changes in my life and big changes, um, therefore, to the musical style because it would be yeah. it would be inauthentic of me to continue to write haunting sad melodies when I have become much happier. <laughs> so I'm dabbling in, in the light, wow. which is new material, new area for me. And I'm loving it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, and yeah, working with a new producer. Um, so I've got these two albums and basically, hopefully we're going to get three of the singles sorted by the end of March. And this is all with Mesodorm? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the next album is going to be quite ecologically um, sort of influenced yeah. and there's lots of kind of positive energy in there. It's like, come right. on guys, yeah, we can do it. Um, yeah, so there's lots of that, which is really great. And, um, you know, I do chuck in a few ballads as well. <laughs> um, and then the second album is, um, we've been doing, Mestorm's been doing a lot of um, uh, jams. So I take, you know, I, I spend a lot of time walking around putting little music memos onto my phone. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> Because it comes to you like whenever, doesn't it? You're just like out doing whatever you're doing and you're like, I'm receiving something. I need receiving. to just like yeah. put it into boop, the thing. <laughs> um, and then I take those and, and other bits and bobs that I've written or half finished or almost whole songs. And then we jam all those ideas out in the studio and we record all those jams. And then I've been collaging them up. So I've been just like taking all that material home and then cutting it up and going, which is great because like Dave, for example, is an amazing bassist, um, but he tends to be quite polite in the recording studio yeah. when you were actually putting something down. But when he's jamming, all this stuff comes out and I'm like, that the that needs harvesting. The tune is going to start with that riff. <laughs> and it's not something you would necessarily do. So it's yeah. great because I get to be that, you know, 
be that lady with the scissors and then yeah work with the producer to and make what, it sound um, good. And what line up have you got in Mesodorm for those of our listeners who have never heard of you guys before? Mm, yeah we I mean we've known each other since the time I met you and um, it's Daisy on drums, um, Dave on bass, Erin um, on guitar and synthy things um, and I'm on synths and piano and uh, there's also Joe who's an incredible cellist and yeah. we all sing yeah. Yeah, Mesodorm are really great. If you do get the opportunity to see them live, you guys play quite a lot, don't you? We in do, London, we're, we're playing. Yeah, we we don't do long tours. We do mini tours and then odd the odd date. So yeah. we, we usually have a gig coming up within when you the next, next month. Oh, I should know this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the Green Note, and I think it's the twenty third. Oh, do you know March. what? We will have a little look when the next tune's playing, and then we can I can tell actually people. give the correct information <laughs> just in case. <laughs> yeah, cool. So. Um, your third piece of music. Is, is there anything else you want to say about Mesodon before I cut you off? We're just a bunch of friends, basically. They really love making music together. Yeah. And a bunch of jokers. Yeah, pretty much. Absolute bunch of nut jobs, too <laughs> lot. <laughs> I know about you. <laughs> All right, so um, the third of your three tunes. Um, let us know why you chose this one and yeah yeah so marion the believer is someone who i think is highly unrecognized for her excellence i have weeped many times wept many times i should say to her music and i just think she's swedish and she is the most incredible beauty as well and and it's it's one of those artists that you really feel like there's so much so much uh, talent and beauty in her. It must be the pure womanly fierceness that stops her from becoming absolutely stratospheric. I don't get it. I mean, she did hit some fame with uh, Wild Birds and Peace Drums, but I cannot understand why someone like this is not more, you know, much, much bigger. But I do love it that, that I've discovered her because she just inspires me so much. So, yeah. Right, and now, now you're sharing her with... The millions of listeners we have on this show right now. That's right. Um, what's it called? It's called, um, I think it's The String of Everything. Is it not? Wait, sorry. Oh, to conquer pain with love, sorry. I should have just said that. That's what it was called rather than... You set me up for a fool Chucking there. you in. Well, yeah, because I found it difficult to choose between the two. But yeah, to conquer pain with love. Give me your hand. Give me your heart. still exist I know I do try to not drown in my own despair how will I know if all of these tears of cry can be a river to flow Just a little bit of brain. 
was a little number called Catford Bridge by an artist called Emma Jean Thackeray and highly recommend you check out our album Ley Lines if you get the chance. It's on Spotify. And before that, you were listening to Little Bit of Rain by Karen Dalton. Um, yeah, if you're just tuning in, this is Bellatrix doing my little first ever radio show in my whole entire life and loving it starting to feel a bit more settled now at an hour in um <laughs> but yeah we're doing a little um <laughs> the royal we that is doing a little uh doing a little slot for soho radio international women's day week long takeover so i'm playing a whole load of stuff from a whole load of great women um if you just tuned in you will have just missed Blythe Pepino from Mesodorm. Um, but I just wanted to confirm with you that their next show is, oh my God, I'm so blind, I can't even see my <laughs> laptop screen. Um, their next show is 18th of April at Earth Hackney and the night's called Sustain, so that's wicked. Um, that's a wicked venue, so go down and check them out. Um, they're on Spotify and all the places that people are on <laughs> these days. Um, yeah, so for the next um, next artist I'm gonna play, uh, it's another friend of mine. I'm trying to like I've been trying to kind of strike a balance between artists who are friends of mine um, and absolute whopper classics. Um, so yeah, this artist, this is a woman's voice. I'd like to amp amplify. She's called Bunty, um, and she's just like, do you know what? This woman is mad as a shopping trolley full of seagulls. I actually nicked that off the Blind Boy podcast. <laughs> Sick, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Blythe's still here, by the way. <laughs> That's who I'm talking to. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, I'm going to use that one day. Um, I wish I could say I came out of that, but I didn't. But anyway, yeah, Bunty, um, Bonkers Bunty is just like, you know, she's such an inspiration to me as an artist and also just as a kind of human, um, human entity. This is a tune called We Are Here by Bunty. Stand your grounds. What we used to call stand your grounds. That should be the stand your grounds, not all over the place. For us, stand your grounds. Don't let no minister threaten you because you are saying something that is so right happening in this politically correct. Do not let them intimidate you. Stand your ground. Trouble in the streets. Watch out. Right. Jump on the way. Bye-bye. 
Borere di Tipo by the Lajaju Sisters. And uh, just before I played the tune, I played a little bit of a conversation that they were having. Um, I just ripped off YouTube. Um, yeah, so that was them chatting. Uh, so for, for the next uh, tune I'm going to play, I basically sent a little text message to my housemates and I said, oh, I'm doing my first ever radio show, I'm really nervous. Can you give me some ideas for a couple of tunes? And then it actually turned out that when, <laughs> when I was making the playlist on Sunday, I was just like, oh, how am I ever going to fit all these great tunes into two hours? Um, so I didn't need these tunes in the end, but um, I'm going to play them anyway because they're both great tunes and they're both tunes that I didn't know. Um, so the first one... Um, is a tune by Sailing Stones, who, Blythe, you know Sailing Stones, don't you? Um, yeah, just by complete chance, it happens that Sailing Stones and the Messadorm crew are best buddies. Um, but yeah, my housemate Sophie Cragg, shouts to Sophie Cragg and the Cragg Brigade, um, had this to say about the tune. Oh, hang on, let me just make sure that nothing bad happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ready. I'm ready. And at the time, I was in a relationship with Bill, who I loved very, very much, but who had addiction problems, and it was getting in the way of us, our love. And I, I just walked into a random tent, and there was this girl with long hair, singing beautifully and then she introduced this song by saying uh, this is a song about what it's like to be in love with somebody who you're losing to an addiction and then she played don't tempt the shadow and i don't know it's like haunted me ever since i just that song is just amazing don't tempt the shadow heavy like a black cloak it's a weighty and elusive aim. I can't see you if shadows will consume. They don't shelter from the beating hail. Just icy little bullets melting and moving. You cower and you don't prevail. Nothing but a shadow. See how it hangs low. You're bigger than the Those of you who couldn't instantly tell who the sound of that voice was, that was Nao um, performing Saturn live from Air Studios. And I've got her live today in Soho Radio. Welcome, Nao. Hello. 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 How Hi. Are you <laughs> Yay. All right. So, um, Hello, everybody. This is Soho Radio. If you just tuned in, my name is Bellatrix. I'm doing a little cheeky little takeover. It's my first ever radio show and I'm loving it. Starting to chill now. 
I've got a beer, so <laughs> that helps. Not that I'm promoting drinking, but you know. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> um, yeah, little International Women's Day, Women's Week takeover. Um, earlier, we, earlier on, we had Blythe Pepino from Mesodorm. Um, and now we've got a dear friend of mine. Her name is Nao. We've known each other for... Ever. A long time. Yeah, I reckon <laughs> about 10 years. It's more than that, mate. 13. Whoa. I counted old. earlier, I know. Um, yeah, so... You are um, famous now. No, <laughs> not famous. Yeah, you are. You got nominated for a Grammy. Does that make? I don't know if that makes you famous though. Like I can still get on the tube and nobody know who I am. I know, but whenever I tell people I'm mates with you, which I do all the time, by the way, <laughs> they're like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, welcome. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. Happy International Women's Week. Happy International Women's Week. <laughs> it's a big week. It's a big week, yeah, and very important. Um, yeah, and like, uh, obviously, you're an incredible woman. Oh, there's loads of people coming in the door. There's a whole... <laughs> um, don't get distracted, Belle. Um, so obviously, you're an incredible woman doing amazing things. Um, you are touring the world. You've put out two albums. Um, I really love your music. If anyone... If any of the millions of listeners haven't heard of Nao, um, I'd check her out if I were you, because she's great. Very, very, very classy artist. Whoa. <laughs> I think that might be the best introduction I've uh, ever had. Great. Yeah, so it's pretty good Bellatrix. I'll uh, save that. <laughs> save that one. Um, yeah, so uh, one of the reasons that I particularly wanted to bring you in um, is because you are very pregnant i am <laughs> i'm up the duff she's up the duff yeah um it happened it happened yeah and it's very exciting for me because i'm going to get to hang out with a little baby without having to deal with my own please um, come and visit me i'll be there don't okay, worry cool. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be fighting me off <laughs> Good. um but w one of the things that i kind of wanted to talk about was um the impact that it's having on you right now um kind of maybe like as you're thinking about the impact it might have on you and kind of arranging your life around it because obviously you're a touring musician um you're writing an album at the moment um and you're about to suddenly like lose every hour of your day to a tiny little squishy little screaming little potentially not screaming but probably screaming little thing likely <laughs> likely yeah <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. And so yeah, what's your uh, what's the crack? What's the crack? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm kind of working it out as I go along. Basically, um, I I don't really have a plan to be honest. I figured once she gets here, um, I'll know. She, yeah, she is. <laughs> she. Um, I guess I'll know who she is, what she's like, what's her temperament, and um, we kind of have to work it out as, as I go along. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I definitely feel like it's time to stop moving yeah. anyway. Um, I've been traveling a lot, a lot over the last five years, and I felt like even before I got pregnant, like my body anyway was just like, it's time to stop and regenerate. Like I yeah. was going through burnout. So I'd already planned to kind of take a year off. Had you? I had. And wow, then, that's... Uh, I had sex, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, did you? I did. thought you only got pregnant from sitting in someone else's bathwater. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe that is how it happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so my year off plan changed. Yeah. And now it's fully, fully a year on, isn't it? It's a year on, mate. It's a year on. Um, So I don't know how it's going to plan out. Being a musician as well and, like, releasing an album. Are you... So, um, obviously, you're writing right now. Yeah. Do you... What's your kind of... Are you aiming to get it done by the time she arrives? Or what's the... Does does that feel like a kind of major pressure for you? Um, Or are you just going to kind of see what happens? That's a good question. I feel like with all the other albums, I had... I'd kind of had like a deadline, you know. Yeah. Um. So to have a deadline's good because you know it gives you obviously an end game, somewhere to work towards, and you can start booking in gigs and festivals and stuff. Yeah. Um. But with this one, the deadline's different because it's like it has to be done before the baby comes, and I definitely it's definitely kind of challenging because I'm writing a lot of music and trying to work out whether it actually sounds good or not, mm. or if I'm just sort of like trying to just bang it out. <laughs> Yeah, and like I mean? in the creative process as well. Um, I, I mean, personally, I find that if I'm uh, if I'm writing to sound good, if I'm writing to make something good, it, it kind of stops me in my tracks, really, in terms of creativity. I was talking talking with Blythe earlier about this thing called egging, right? Um, which is um, <laughs> which is a women's group term. I'm part of a women's group. Shouts to the women's group. Um, <laughs> I think some of them are listening. Um, but yeah, like there's so much kind of focus. Um, on kind of just going out there to get stuff, make stuff happen, pow, 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 pow. Um, And actually quite often, especially with creativity and stuff, um, egging, which is like rather than sperming. (laughs) This is amazing. (laughs) I was still talking about music. (laughs) (laughs) Rather than sperming, stick with me. You're like drawing it to you. Yeah. Um, So as that is kind of like personally for me, the way that creativity kind of um, works, um, you're kind of in a situation now where it sounds like egging isn't... I mean, you're pregnant, the eggs, <laughs> eggs done its work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and like egging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, have, you have a deadline, you have to get it done. And then by if you don't get it done by that point, yeah. it's kind of like... It, yeah, a, it has to be a plan so, B. Yeah. You're right, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I think the way I'm approaching it is all I can do is try. Yeah. You know, and... Um, if the time comes when it's like, okay, water's broken and the mm. record's not finished, <laughs> it's not finished. And um, I just have to make an alternative plan. You know, maybe an album doesn't come out, but maybe a few songs from that, you know, period okay, of writing yeah. does. Um, one thing that um, being pregnant and kind of writing this record has helped me to do is ask for help. Wow. Which is good. Yeah. So I've had a lot of people helping me more like, just sort of like musicians just jamming and just helping me to kind of just inspiring me to go places that I hadn't yeah gone to before do you know what I mean and yeah. I think that's definitely going to be the 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 term for the next year like asking for help yeah. not just musically but as a mum um you know as a as a person trying to like work out who I'm becoming next help <laughs> anyone please <laughs> I need help <laughs> well everyone loves you so much everyone's gonna kind of be there oh wow well. I will be thank you um so, I just want to um, play a little piece of music now. Yes. Um, I asked you to bring a couple of tunes. Well, I asked you to suggest a couple of tunes. Um, you suggest. You told me a minute ago that you said the wrong one. I so did. I'm just yeah. going to look on Spotify now. Thank you. <laughs> um, quickly, just I'm just 
not that I meant to like show you up there. I just no, no. To... I wake up very early this morning, like yeah. four a.m., and I think my brain would just went to mush. All right. Okay. So sorry, sorry, everybody. I was just do, do, finding on Spotify the thing. So, um, Nao, can you let us know the first tune that we're going to play and why you chose it? Yeah, so um, in the spirit of um, International Women's Week, I thought we'd choose some songs about female empowerment. And the first one is a tune by Solange called Don't Touch My Hair. And I guess this one is like particularly special. It's quite brave, actually, um, because it's talking about women of colour, but especially sort of like black women and um, just sort of this, this interesting in relationship that we have with our hair. Um, obviously it's like Afro texture so it's like a lot different to European styles of hair and um, sort of growing up um, I think most black women or women of colour kind of struggle with their hair and also like allowing themselves to fit into society for like years and years we all went through like relaxing or wearing wigs which I'm wearing now or like extensions anything to kind of mask the natural hair because it was deemed sort of unsexable (laughs) kind of or you know unattractive or like messy or um and all negative connotations so this is I feel like a real beautiful empowerment song for women of color appreciating their hair um and I guess it's called don't touch my hair because that's what a lot of people will do they will actually come up to you in the street and be like I love your hair touch it and then before you know it the hands is in your hair which is quite a strange thing because you'd never do that to a a stranger really so uh this song is a shout out to solange uh for this record don't touch my hair when it's the feelings i wear don't touch my soul when it's the rhythm That was Don't Touch My Hair by Solange. Um, Hello, everybody. If you just tuned in, welcome to Soho Radio. My name is Bellatrix. I'm doing a little takeover here for part of big International Women's Day, International Women's Week. We've got Naya in the studio, and we still actually have Blythe in the studio from earlier. Um, Hi. Hi. Haven't got rid of her. We were just having a conversation. Um, we were just having a conversation about uh, kind of the impacts of pregnancy on Nao's career. Womb. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> said womb and womb, <laughs> um, which I felt was really relevant because basically it's t- it is like different for guys, and it's um, you know like I've got a lot of male friends who have had kids who are musicians and obviously it it massively impacts their life um but they they can kind of they can extract themselves and they can kind of um yeah go off and do their things and things that women can't in that first little bit of time um and while we were playing that tune which Nao um beautifully introduced for us these two just started having this really great conversation over there um is it a bit weird to like to ask you to carry on having the conversation <laughs> on the spot? No, no, <laughs> no. I'd love to just, um, I'd, I'd love to, yeah, just kind of, it's, it's really great 
I've got these two amazing women here in the studio, in the studio with me, mm-hmm. and um, and they're having really great, relevant chats, and I'd love to open that up to all you listeners, all you millions of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about now? Well, I guess the conversation started with, because we were listening to Don't Touch My Hair, and I was talking about um, uh, women of colour and how, you know, uh, hair is really important to us and how, like, w- it's really weird that lots of things happen to us as women, not just women of colour, all women, that we just sort of accept, don't we? And, like, I was saying, like, people will come up to women of colour in the street and be like, oh, your hair is amazing, and they'll touch it. And they'll touch your... when they're touching your body, and that's a stranger who's doing it. And um, that sort of opened the gateway to talking about the Me Too movement and how we felt like a lot of women probably had really bad encounters with men but maybe just accepted it as a part of like oh that's just what guys do you know what I mean and like Mm. I think when the conversation of me too came up it was like it kind of opened our eyes up maybe to look at relationships that we're in or past relationships to be like actually some shit really happened that that wasn't okay and uh, people voicing their opinions on it and talking about it kind of opens up old chapters for us girls and what we've been through and you were talking yeah. about your own lives yeah yeah totally and I, I think that you know most people are conditioned we're all conditioned in one way or another as we grow up aren't we and um uh, and that goes for men as well um and and we're conditioned to sort of accept certain behaviors and and whatnot and and I was basically saying that um one really amazing thing that happened to me was um the me too movement seemed to kind of um make it more obvious um that's something that happened to my mum that was really, really seminal and um, resulted in a lot of trauma within our family and, and lots of sort of bad mental health, um, but in a way that no one really understood until mm. we really had important conversations about what went down in, in her early life and and understanding that. I mean, she told me at a much too young age, actually, and it sort of went into my subconscious. Wow. And, and the, I think the Me Too movement... Um, for all the amazing things it it, it did for loads of people but for for me personally it really made me realize how important it was to bring these things out of out from under the carpet and actually Mm. actually talk about them and and recognize the kind of effects that they um rolling effects they have on on the people that these things happen to but also their relationships their trust because that's what it comes down to isn't it's like human trust between people and yeah it can really affect whole families and generations Absolutely. Generations, yeah. And um and that's the thing, isn't it? Is if you don't bring stuff out from under the carpet where it's been brushed, it festers. Mm. Totally, yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of it feels like there's loads of um <laughs> there's loads and loads of bringing stuff out of the carpet. Yeah, and just right being now. allowed, being yeah. allowed to talk about these things and you're finding a way that we can grow unity via that those conversations getting used to like for example I didn't even know that was a thing about you know black women's hair being touched by people randomly I didn't know that until someone spoke about it on a podcast (laughs) you know and you just don't know until you find out and then from there you can move to doing something about it and and yeah I think that's the kind of the cool thing about the times that we're in isn't it it's like you know social media for all this negativity has so much positivity and um, obviously it gives everybody a voice and it gives everybody an opportunity to kind of find their tribe and again that's not always 
a good thing um but good things do come out of it and i think that's what's really great about social media right now there's like lots of movements where people are being being able to speak up um about things that we didn't know about do you know what i mean and i even think about like you know um gay rights and pride and stuff and i always think like um how important it is to have like pride festivals and keep the conversation going because you know at one at one time it was like a big conversation and, and you know news stopped talking about it but you don't realize that actually people who are gay or transgender or uh, from the community of lgbtq are like really suffering on a day-to-day basis but because it's not in the news you wouldn't have known do you know what i mean mm. if as a person is not a part of the community you would just assume that that shit went away you're just like is that still a thing people mm. aren't still persecuting people like that are they that's crazy but it really is because down to social media people are able to share their own stories and um and we're able to collect as one voice which is beautiful sad obviously that you know under the circumstances but also quite beautiful too thank you so much Nao and Blythe it's really been such a privilege to have you both in here it's been really great to chat to you I love you both very dearly it's so nice to have us all in one room um, <laughs> yeah sharing some great insights thank you so much for your time and your words and your music pleasure um, Nao I don't have time to play the other tunes you've brought in all good because uh, we did loads of talking but um yeah, thank you both very much. I love you. And here's another tune. Hey. El sol Lia da beira do mar Morena queimada do sal e do sol Da ilha de Itamaracá This is a tune called Minha Ciranda by an artist called Lia Titamaraca, an incredible Brazilian artist. Um, my housemate recommended her to me and I was going to tell you guys about her, but I've actually run out of time. So I just, uh, yeah, I really recommend you go and check her out because she's a really special artist. Um, I'm actually going to put up a playlist of all these tunes. Um, on my playlist, I've got a Spotify playlist. So if you go to my Spotify page, which is Bellatrix, B-E-L-L-A-T-R-I-X, I've got a playlist, it's called Golden Ear. Um, so I'm going to put all the tunes that I can, all the ones that are on Spotify, I'm going to put up there. Uh, Nao just pointed out to me that <laughs> I'm mad for not playing one of my own tunes. So um, this, <laughs> all right, this is Love You, it's off my second EP, Bad Dancing. My name is Bellatrix, I hope you enjoy. This is Love You from... Me. Freaking out and I'll break if you Take a stone and whip me off the ground And I, I'll freak out and I'll break if you Trying to keep my roots down still But it's not strong It's not the way I want to love Baby, won't you come on home? 
There's a maverick standing on the corner And he keeps on looking at my window Oh babe, won't you come on home Darling people, sorry to chat over this amazing song Um... I'm done. I've got loads more music to play, but no time left to play it in. So I'm just going to leave you, love you and leave you. Thank you so much to Soho Radio for letting me come and do my first ever radio show here. It's been well fun. I'm going to have to do some more. Maybe I should, maybe I sh- it should be a thing that I do. <laughs> um, shouts to all my lovely friends. Thanks to Chi. Shouts to Chi for the great tune um, from Liada. Uh, and shouts to Chloe. I know you're listening. Shouts to my mum who loves Joan Armour Trading. That's why I'm playing this tune. Um, and most of all, shouts to Welly Boot, my bonkers little nine-year-old sister, who's probably probably the best person in the world ever. Um, yeah, and big shouts to Nao and Blythe for coming in. Much love. You can find all these tunes on my playlist, Golden Ear. My name's Bellatrix. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday evening. Happy International Women's Day week. Mwah. Oh yeah, also <laughs> You can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram and stuff Bellatrix underscore music That's where I am So come say hi Baby, won't you come on home Baby, won't you go